L.O.P. in the building My life been a movie, I should've filmed it Nicely with the pen game, pops taught me to spit game Get your cameras ready, we heavy catch when I'm in frame Product, opinionated, but I'm coming through smooth with it I be kicking back, you could Google it From the block to the booth, he the truth, just another lane lock I'm a Crown Heights legend, still repping the same block Whoa. You are now listening to the Life of Product Podcast. Yeah, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. You're now locked into the Life of Product Podcast, episode 86. Shouts out to everybody that I rock with, 85. Shouts out to everybody that I rock with on um, episode 84, man. Yo, I hope y'all enjoyed your Christmas, man. I'm not going to lie. I had a great Christmas this year. I had a great Christmas, man. The kids was happy. Um, rocked out with the family. We had like a a whole big thing over at my sister crib. So I woke up that morning, did all of the stuff with the kids at my crib. Then we went over there. And we just rocked out. My pops was there. Um, it was great. It's it's always. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Like I think I told y'all this before. Christmas is my favorite holiday. It's my favorite holiday. I love it. And um, I love being a giver. Um, I love having family around me on Christmas. It just it. I feel like a lot of people. Um give Christmas a bad name or they throw like a great cloud over it. Look, man, I was not alive during the biblical days. I don't know exactly what day, what day Jesus Christ was born. I don't know what the backlog of the whole pagan part of Christmas is, but I know Christmas is just like many other things in humanity. We took whatever and we turned it into a positive and we capitalized on that. That's how I look at it. So I, I look at Christmas more as family time. I love, um, getting my kids gifts for Christmas. I look at Christmas as my way of showing appreciation for having them in my life and being a parent and being able to provide for them. So I hope all of you guys um enjoyed your Christmas. Christmas is not easy for a lot of people, man. We're going to get into that. Um, This is episode um 86. Um, It's called the inspiration for those who need it. Inspiration for those who need it. And a lot of y'all, a lot of us need inspiration right now. You know what I want to do? <laughs> I wish I could pull up on 2022 right now like the dude from uh like the dude from uh uh waiting exhale like you're raggedy because that's what 2022 was <laughs> many blessings in 2022 no disrespect to the universe of the god i'm sorry but you 2022 had its moments it had a it had a lot of moments there were too many rips and deaths on my timeline man um a, a, a girl i follow right now we spoken actually um, here and there over the years, man, and her grandmother, she's losing her grandmother. Her grandmother is transitioning right now. So I just want to, you know, give her some support, send you love and light and blessings to you and your family. It ain't easy. Yo, man, I lost my grandmother um Christmas Day five years ago, 2017. It was not easy. It was not easy. Wake, wake, tw- that Christmas Day 2017 was, it was hard. It was great on one end of the coin. The kids was happy. You know, they did that. They opened their gifts. Um... It was hard because a lot of things happened that day, and I don't want to get into that, you know, um, over over this um podcast with y'all and talk about that. Maybe one day I will. But on top of the other BS that happened that day, my grandmother died that morning. It wasn't easy, man. Um, rest in peace to my grandmother. Me, me and my grandmother, um, we when I was growing up, we did not see eye to eye. We didn't, and I never understood it. I just thought she just didn't like me. <laughs> like I always felt like I was like I was I would be like yo she means so growing up I was never the grandkid. There was a handful of us that just would not stay the night with. I would not stay the night at my grandmother's crib. I would go all the way from Crown Street to Kingsborough, be over there chilling, get kicked out. You know what I'm saying? Or she would make me walk a big German Shepherd and be like come back and then leave. I was like I so I didn't we didn't really see the eye to eye, but but I I love my grandmother. May she rest in peace. I didn't understand her 
until I got older. I didn't understand my grandmother until um I got older. My grandmother had a lot of kids. Her, my grandfather had a lot of kids. You know what I'm saying? My grandmother had a lot on her plate. Um, one of my uncles passed away as a baby. I mean, he rest in peace. He passed away as a baby. Um, and my mother would my mother would cry when she would tell me the story about that when she was alive. Um, so you know, man, my grandmother was from South Carolina, but she lived in Brooklyn for years. How my grandfather moved from South Carolina to Brooklyn together, got married, had mad kids. <laughs> they was getting it in. Oh God, it sounds creepy saying that. There was, you know, um, but my grandmother had a lot on her plate. Um, how my grandfather they went through their shared problems. Um, they end up getting divorced. You know, imagine, imagine you live smack in the middle of the hood. Look, a project, a project is a hood within a hood. Imagine you in the middle of the projects with all these kids and you working all these hours to pay the bills and your kids is raising themselves. The hood is raising them. So, and then my grandmother had to raise some of my cousins, you know, and, and whatnot, like her own, what she did. That's what grandmothers do when they put in that position. So my grandmother had a lot on her plate. So I did not understand her. Until I got older, and as I got older, we had a great relationship. I had this is I had moved down south in the end of the nineties, going into the early two thousands, and um she had left Brooklyn and went back to South Carolina. So me and my brother, we was only a few hours away. We would drive, you know, every few months to go check on her, um, just make sure everything was cool. And she lived in this really small, uh, really really small, no cell phone signal town, but it was cool because everybody in that area was related. And my grandfather's family was across town. So we got to spend a lot of time with our family in South Carolina. Anytime we go there, it's like we just saw them last week. You know what I'm saying? But um, this is this is um the inspiration for those who need it. And let me tell you something. Let me let me speak about myself first. I've went through every emotion in the book this year in 2022. I went through every emotion in the book in 2022. You know, I I I I, I struggled with happiness, I struggled with anger, I struggled with sadness. There's a lot of y'all going through, a lot of y'all I personally know. Are going through that. How do we get past it? We can't do it on our own. You got to find an outlet. Sometimes finding an outlet ain't easy, but there's an outlet there to be found. But how do we get to that outlet? Um, I don't know. I can't tell you. You know, one of my outlets is working out. Um, I I I, I recently started. Um, I I read. You know, I read the Bible years ago, Old Testament, New Testament. It's different versions of it. I haven't gotten into all the other other versions as of yet at this point in life. But one thing I started this week. Um, I, I woke up the other day, grabbed my Bible, I opened it, and I went to page one <laughs> and I started reading it. Um, just to, you know, become um get back up on it in like a recurrency type of thing. That those are the things I'm doing to to build the inspiration that I need. You know what I mean? But how are you doing it? What are you what are you doing? The inspiration for those who need it. What are you doing to get there? to that point do you even recognize that you need inspiration a lot of people don't you ever felt yourself waking up on a tuesday or wednesday and you're just tired you were drained you don't know why you got eight nine hours of sleep that night you were tired your soul is tired is what it is your soul is tired you've been through it your spirit has been through it that's what it is it's you are spiritually drained and you might physically not understand it but you you have to become in tune with yourself you have to become in tune with yourself mentally, spiritually, and physically. I personally feel the greatest people who have walked this earth, some of them, not all of them, but some of the greatest people who have walked this earth has, have become in tune with themselves mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. Now, there have been great people who have walked this earth who, who didn't have six-packs. They didn't have muscle. They didn't have gangs. They ain't having that. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is once you match and you align, or three, something's going to spark in you. That's one thing I'm working on myself on all three levels, and I'm getting there. 
I am getting it. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that to inspire you. I, I am the inspiration dealer. And my whole uh, uh, thing with this podcast is to inspire you guys. So if you are waking up every day, you're tired, you're drained, you don't know what's wrong with you, that possibly could be one of the reasons you feel like that. I want to help you dig yourself out of that grave, that grave of depression. A lot, a lot of people are going through, through depression right now. I know people that that have lost um family this year. I know people that have lost jobs this year. I know people whose relationships have mar- and marriages have ended either this year or recently. So the holidays hit different for them. It hits a lot different for them. And the holidays don't hit the same as a lot of other people. I'm praying that 2023, not just for me, but for all of us, for the world, is beautiful. I'm, I'm praying that it's beautiful. Will it be? We don't know. <laughs> it's a few days away, man. It's a few days away. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Yo, let's look. Can we keep it real? The last few years of life on earth ain't been great. It ain't, it ain't been great. We've had great moments, but it ain't been great. It's been kind of bad. Like, so can we, can we, you know, accept that and, and, and admit it and try to find some type of medium to move on? It's been crazy. Life been crazy, man. We, we are in a post pandemic. We in a post pandemic. Gas was like five, six dollars. Like, come on, son. Like food is overpriced. Packs of chicken is like $12. Y'all is wilding, wilding with that. I, I, look, man, I don't know, man. I can't, I can't people. No more. I don't want to people in 2023. I just want to get this money and podcast for y'all and stay in my lane and stay away from everybody, which I'm pretty much doing right now. I, stay, for me, staying away from people works. It, it kind of works out great for me. Um, I, I, I get to stay in my own my own lane and in my my own and bask in my own happiness. <laughs> Cause people it don't work for the kid, man. But yeah, um, the the inspiration that we need, the inspiration that we need is within us. It's within us. You just gotta, you gotta crack that Pandora's box open. You gotta take that hammer and bang, bang, bust it down, boy, bust it open. It's there. You might not feel like it's there. This, oh man, there's been times I felt like it wasn't there. There's been times I just wanted to give up on every level. There's been times I could not get out the bed. Couldn't get out the bed. I, I ain't had the inspiration. Um, I didn't have the wisdom to do nothing. I didn't have the strength to do nothing. I was sad. You have to have a village around you. That that village of people, whether it's best friends close friends, family, co-workers, having a village is how we can survive in life on emotional levels, on spiritual levels, on even on physical levels. They can push you to get up out the bed, go to work, go work out. Having a village is, you know, the, the whole term, it takes a village. We usually apply that to children. It's deeper than that. That term, that term don't just apply to children. It applies to us as adults. You feel what I'm saying? Why does everything have to apply to children? What about us? So after we turn 18, we don't, we don't matter no more. Nah. It takes a village, man. It takes a vi- shout out to the people close to me in my life that hit me up on a regular just to check up on me. And I try hard to do the same thing for them because you never know what a person's doing. You ever had something in you, regular day, regular afternoon, and something to say, yo, text that person, call that person. And you might not have spoke to that person in a minute. And that person is happy to hear from you. You don't know what that person was going through before you hit that person up. You don't know what that person was going through. I was watching the thing and I don't want to say who the person name is because I don't want to misquote some of the stuff, but they were working together and the lady hit the guy up. The guy was literally about to kill himself because he was going through a divorce. He his, his One of his sons got arrested. Um, He wasn't seeing eye to eye with his other child. He, was a, he had a gun in his hand and was about to kill himself and the lady called him up and just, hey, what's going on with you? What's up? They talked regular for a minute, and then he ended up telling her what he was going through at the moment, and she talked him out of it. 
That's beautiful. That's amazing. You, things like that don't happen for a reason. That's 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 not coincidence. If you think it's coincidence, you are out of your mind. It's not. It's not. God told her to pick that phone up and call a dude. And imagine if she did. Imagine if she overlooked or just said, "Nah, I ain't gonna do it right now. I'll call him later." It wouldn't have been no later for that man. He would have been dead. He would be buried right now, somewhere six feet in the ground. Kids would have lost the father. That lady would have lost her ex husband. You know what I'm saying? They were. I believe they were transitioning through a divorce or separated, something like that. You know, and in those early stages of of a separation or a divorce, there's probably still feelings there. It, it, it got to be feeling still there. You know, you might not want to admit it. It, it might, it, there's, it, at least on one party, there's feelings there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Boy Product Life Product Podcast. Shouts out to Anchor. Shouts out to the new subscribers and the new listeners. We will be right back with the second half of episode 86. Yeah. Yeah. What up, what up, man? It's the Boy Product. We're now back with the Life of Product Podcast episode 86. Shouts out to Anchor for the distribution, man. I'm on every streaming platform. There's a there's a well, there's a few I'm not on there yet, but I'm gonna be trust me, man. 2023, you're gonna see me on it. You'll see my face, you'll see my bald head, <laughs> you'll see my graphic cover. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to Anchor. Um, shouts out to the new YouTube subscribers, and numbers still going up. Yo, I checked the analytics a week ago. More countries is listening, yo. I don't know what I'm doing right, but I pray I keep on doing it. Shout shouts out to y'all. Shouts out to y'all, man. I, I appreciate y'all, man. It's episode 86. Um, the inspiration um for those who need it. Yo, man, yo, listen, man. You raggedy. <laughs> y'all gonna make me go watch way the heck's hell again. Yo, man, not that was a dope movie, man. I remember I was a kid when that came out. My moms and all my aunts, oh, that's all they talked about. I remember we had it on bootleg and all that. That's all they talked about. Oh, did you see Whitney? Honestly, not for nothing. I feel like Angela. Whitney Houston did a great job. May she rest in peace. She was multi-talented, man. Beautiful, beautiful actress, beautiful uh singer. Um, I hate to see that her life was cut short, man. Um, I always felt like Angela Bassett bodied that movie. I felt like she bodied it. I felt like she silently went in there and bodied it, yo. Yo, give that woman her flowers. Um, it's episode 86, man. You ever you ever just jumped on in your car and hit the highway and just started crying while you was driving? And you raise your hand, even though I can't see y'all. Raise your hand if you've ever done that. I've done that before. I've I've done that quite a few times, man. And I remember one time I was really going through stuff, hit the highway. It was like ten o'clock at night, and I just drove for like forty five minutes and went back home. So I did a total hour, total driving of about an hour and a half. Literally got off the exit I was at, turned right back around. I think it's good for the soul. I think we have to flush the pain away. There's a lot of pain that we carry day to day and certain things trigger that pain. It might be active pain. You might not even, the pain you have, you might not be active. It, it might not be active. Certain things that trigger it. Certain things, I'm going to keep it real with you. There are certain things for me that triggers certain things. Only, you know, the people close to me know most of them, but there are there are things that trigger me. Things will trigger me. I don't like, um, when I first meet a person and they get too familiar with me, it's a trigger for me. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't, I don't care if you're a man, woman. I don't care if you're younger than me, older than me. If I first meet you, greet me with respect. Treat me on the same level, level I'm treating you. Don't get too familiar with me. I don't like when I meet, when I first meet people and depending on the energy they give me they, within the first 30 seconds, they try to play around with me. I don't like that. I don't like that. Let's, let's, let's keep it cordial and neutral and then decide where this is going to go from there. Don't play with me when I first meet you. Um, But, you know, everybody's, everybody's different. It's cool. You can make a joke or two. Yeah, it's all good. You can make a joke. Listen, man, I joke all day, but don't play with me. 
<laughs> just don't do it. That is a trigger for me. Um, like I said, we don't. There are, I've met people, man, and you you can tell that they've had things happen to them in their lives. I I I've met people who were bullied in their lives, and they're they're a little timid or a little standoffish. They don't like too much interaction with people, and I, and I feel for those people because they might have to be a little. They might have to distance themselves physically from people to function properly. You you don't like I said you don't you don't know what what really really happened. I've known people I've known people who got bullied growing up, and they didn't do none of it. They didn't deserve any of that. Why did these things happen to them? It is wild. Like why why do you think we got so many uh, 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 angry cops out there? A lot of them was bullied growing up. This is people think that that's not true. It, no, it is. It, it, I don't know what the facts on it is. I don't. I mean, I don't know what the factual number percentage is, but it's facts. A lot of them were bullied growing up. A lot of them seen things happen to people growing up. I was when I was a kid, right? I was about thirteen years old. Whole hood knew me. Nobody really. There, there was a few times people tested me, but I had to stand my ground. Me, I never ran to my big brother if the person was the same age as me. If they was older, there's a couple times I knuckled up with a couple older dudes, but. Only time I would go to my brothers if someone was older and they were trying to step to me. And that was very really because they they knew me, they knew my family, they wasn't doing that. Um, I was walking up Carroll Street one time. I was playing handball in the park. So me and this kid I went to school with, I used to go to um after I got kicked out of Philip Scholar, I was back in my neighborhood, back in my zone school. I was I was kind of happy to be back in the hood. It was a it was a catch 22 because it was a really bad school. So I used to go to 391. Um the year I'm, the year I was transitioning from seventh grade to eighth grade, I'm walking from the park. I had like a dollar in my pocket. Um, back then a dollar went a long way. You know what I'm saying? So it was me and another kid. This and this kid was real cool, man. This this kid ain't never, I ain't never seen this kid um balding nobody, cursing nobody, steal from nobody. There was a there was there was a kid on Carroll Street. He was sitting across from the, the the side of the street we was walking. We was walking towards um Utica Avenue. There was a bodega right there. It was two stores back to back. Honda Honda had the bodega to the right of the two bodegas on, on Carol and Utica. And they also owned the one at the end of my block on Carol and Crown. We was going to Poncho. Poncho was right next to Hana Hana. Rest in peace to Poncho. Poncho was one of the realest dudes you ever meet. He was like the uncle of the neighborhood. Everybody loved Poncho. I don't know who owns it now, but rest in peace to Poncho. Whole family knew him. We walk in the Poncho store. Um, like the kid, one of the kids, a drag from across the street. I know his name, but I ain't going to say his name because I, I never had a problem. Even after this, I didn't have a problem with the kid. But I just looked at him different, you know what I'm saying? So um, he he directed that real negative energy towards the kid, not towards me, because, you know, I knew him. Um, And he was like, yo, you told the kid, he was like, yo, Keith, let me hold a dollar. I was like, can't do it, fam, I'm short. He's like, I had no doubt. Tell the kid, yo, yo, let me hold something. Kid was like, nah, I ain't got no money. Kid decides to buy something while we in the store, and we walking back up the, that block. I'm like, yo, you sure you want to go back up, Carol? He's like, yeah, yeah, we could go up. The kid walks across the street. And goes up to him and was like, yo, why you lying to me? Smacks this kid. He smacked this kid so hard, bust his whole lip and blood flew out the kid's mouth. I mean, the kid lip is cut, bleeding. And the kid looked, the kid looked so scared and was shaking. You can tell that this kid was used to getting beat on. Not used to getting beat on in the sense where he just took it, but the fear in his eyes, like, oh no, not again. It was a oh no, not again type of fear. And the, he smacked the kid. The kid fell on the fence. We was in front of somebody's house. He fell back about two, three feet and was just shaking and was just shaking. And as we're walking to the park, the kid just leaves and he like kind of runs off and goes somewhere. And, and I was like, yo, like I like I felt so bad for the kid. Me and the other kid was cool. Like I just wanted to snuff him in his face for this kid. Like, mind you, I knew the other kid longer, but you don't do that. 
You don't you don't do that. You don't do that. That the bullying aspect, um, the bully bullying is so real, man. And the thing is, we don't have enough, we don't have enough courageous people that are step up to people like that. We need we need more neighborhood people, more people that are familiar with aspects of bullying and who the bullies are to step in and say, Don't do that. Not not don't do that in front of me. Don't do that at all. We don't have that. We don't have that. A lot, it's, it's a lot of people like to mind their business. People people prefer minding their business because it's a safe zone, minding your business. And it, it is. It, it might save you from getting killed. <laughs> might save you from getting shot. But at the end of the day, when do we stop these people from, from operating like this and, and causing havoc to good people? That kid, was, that kid was a good kid. That kid was a good kid. And, you know, after that, you know, we were still going to school together. After that, that kid never wanted to talk about that situation. He would never talk about it. I've, I've watched other people bully this kid after that. To this day, I don't know what this kid is doing. He's a grown man now. We're the same age. We and I were late 30s. I don't know what this kid is doing to this day. But I would love to run into him and just have a conversation with him and just to see where his head is at, pick his brain apart. He didn't deserve that. He was a he was a good This kid was a good kid. And the dude who did it, I don't know what route his life went, but I know he got in legal trouble uh, quite a few times after that. Him and the whole crew he was with, and I knew the whole crew. <laughs> I told you I was, I was, uh, I was in the hood. I was in, I was, I was in circles I shouldn't have been in. Um, I wasn't doing the same things they were doing, but it was one of them things. My block, and let me tell you something. Growing up in the '90s, Crown Street and Carroll Street rocked with each other. We rocked with each other, like you know what I'm saying, bong bong. I was cool with people on every block from Empire all the way up to Eastern Parkway. That was my the range in my hood. I rocked with, but those two blocks rocked with each other. But like what my whole my whole point is, man, what if that situation really stuck with him the rest of his life? It was embarrassing. Mind you, it was it was summertime, but it was like two o'clock in the afternoon. Two, two o'clock in the afternoon in Crown Heights, everybody's out. In the summertime, everybody is out. You got all of the stores where people work at right there in Utica Avenue. You got all the kids was out sometimes in the middle of July. Everybody was out. Everybody saw that. It was embarrassing to this kid. It was embarrassing him. So he had to carry that embarrassment for the rest of his life. Yeah, you know, as you get older, you can shake stuff off. You can shake stuff off. There's things that happen to me I shook off, but it's still in the back of my mind, just like it is yours, his, hers, theirs. It is. So how do we how do we get redemption from that? If, if you're the person that smacked them, what do you do to redeem yourself? What are you doing to, to bring yourself back into the good graces of the universe or the God in general. Like, how do you, how do you do that? Can you, can you even do that? I believe we can repeat for that, but repent for that. But at the end of the day, he, he's going to have to make amends to that kid. If he, if he really want to get past that and get that off of his conscience, if he want to get that off of his soul, he's going to have to sit down with that kid one day and apologize to him. You hurt him. You hurt that kid. He is a grown man. He probably still carries hurt from that he might be doing better than you in life <laughs> i'm willing to bet a little bit of money he's doing better than you in life because things i saw do doing we were the same age the things i saw him doing at that time the things i saw him doing as we, we got older um look I'm, I'm hoping he's doing good and i hope he changed his life but i don't think he did me i don't i don't have faith in people and i and i told y'all this before i don't have faith in people i don't have i don't have that much faith in people thinking that people can change and stop doing the things that they've done. Say if you did change, a lot of the stuff that you did, you did it already. We ain't, ain't no rewind button in life. You can't go back and change the BS that you did to people. You can't change the BS you did in your life. You can't do it. GS, the boy product, life product, pod, life product podcast. We are coming to the end of 2022. The inspiration for those who need it. I really hope that this show sparked something in y'all. I really hope that this show opened up something in y'all. 
to when y'all can say, all right, I'm going to walk into 2023 like this. I literally sat down and thought about the things I want to achieve in 2023, the goals that I have, the the the, the line that I want to walk in 2023. I am not perfect, but if I keep pushing for perfection, maybe I'll get close to it. You know what I'm saying? I'm out, baby. Gia. Yeah.